0: We're continuing on in this Sermon on the Mount and there's all these series of teachings that Jesus is giving and one time after another he's making reference to the Old Testament or to the old law that had been given. The law that had been been given by God to Moses and then Moses to the Israelite people. And over and over again he's saying this is what you heard in the old law but now I say to you. He says it very clearly. He's not coming To abolish that old law, he's bringing it to fulfillment. He's raising the bar, so to speak. Only he can do that because he's God. He's God in the flesh. He's raising the bar one time after another, and then he says something very striking that I think stands out in this gospel. He says these very strong words. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gehenna. Those aren't just strong words, those are radical words that Jesus uses. But why? Why does he use use such strong language and what does he mean by this? What's he saying to us? Well, first of all, we know he's not speaking absolutely literally because none of us here would have eyeballs or hands. But we do know that he was speaking in the strong sense of the words. That he did mean this in a very serious way, in a radical way. He calls us to live in a radical way. Why? Why does he use such strong language, first of all? Because he sees deeper. Jesus sees deeper. He sees deeper than we do, and he wants to help us as well to see things in the way that he sees them. In this first reading that we read, It was taken from the book of Sirach, which is a book taken of the wisdom literature within the Bible. And what it says there is, immense is the wisdom of the Lord. Immense is the wisdom of the Lord. He is mighty in power and all-seeing. It's making this very point. God is all-seeing. He sees deeper. He sees the whole picture. He sees more than we do. And there are two things in particular that we want to look at today that he sees in a deeper way, that he wants to help us also to see in a deeper way. The first thing that he sees, when he looks at us, he sees our full potential. Our full potential. Everything that we're capable of with his grace. When he looks at us, he sees, first of all, just how we are right now. Your heart right now, my heart right now, as we came to this Mass. Everything that's on our heart in this moment. The good things, the joys that we have, the dreams that we have, but also the things we're not so proud of. The struggles that we're going through, what's weighing, what's weighing on our hearts right now. He sees it all, but at this very same time, he sees that, that potential that we're capable of, what he's calling us to, what he's created us for, the fruit that we could bear. Last week, that's what Jesus was speaking about. If you remember back to last week, We heard those words of the gospel where Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Those things don't blend in. They stand out. If something's salty, you you taste it, you recognize it. A light in the darkness, we're drawn to that. That light stands out to us. Just like that image that Father Ignacio gave last week of that light in the cell of St. Maximilian Kolbe. It stands out so much in a place of darkness. And when God sees us, when Jesus looks at us, he sees the impact that we could have in this world if we follow his commandments. And he sees those commandments not just as arbitrary rules, but he sees them as guideposts that are meant to lead us to reach that full potential. That's the way that he sees. That's the way that he sees us. But he also sees deeper into the reality of sin and the impact, the, the full effect that sin has on our lives. That word sin, it comes from the Greek word amartia. And that word amartia in Greek literally means to miss the mark. I love that. It's so helpful to see sin in that light. That's how God sees it. He sees that sin is something that leads us to miss the mark to not reach that full potential something that that leads us to settle for less to not reach the heights as he desires for us as he longs for us in our lives something that that weighs us down and we feel that even sometimes how sin weighs us down that's how god sees it that it's not just about breaking arbitrary rules it's not like getting a speeding ticket that you break a traffic law Slap on the wrist, you got to pay the ticket? No. He sees that that sin impacts us from within. Sometimes we're not always aware of that, just how much it impacts us. But C.S. Lewis, he describes this very clearly in his book, Mere Christianity. This is how he puts it. It's kind of a long quote, but I think it's worth it to see how sin affects us over time. He says, Every time you make a choice, you're turning the central part of you the part of you that chooses, into something a little different from what it was before. And taking your whole life as a whole with all your innumerable choices, all your life long, you are slowly turning this central thing either into a heavenly creature or into a hellish creature. Either into a creature that's in harmony with God and with other creatures and with itself, or else into one that is in a state of war and hatred with God, and with its fellow creatures, and with itself. To be the one kind of creature is heaven, that is joy, and peace, and knowledge, and power. To be the other means madness, horror, idiocy, rage, impotence, and eternal loneliness. Each of us, at each moment, is progressing to the one state or the other. It's a powerful declaration but it's absolutely true that our actions impact us they shape us if you think about it our thoughts form our actions our actions over time form habits our habits over time form our character and our character forms who we are that's what c.s lewis is getting at there that's how jesus sees the reality of sin and think about it. If you see it this way, if you see it the way that Jesus does, if you, see, if you look at both of those things at the same time, our full potential, like he sees, but at the same time, how that sin, whatever it may be, whatever sins they may be, are bringing us down, that's why Jesus speaks with such strong language. He's saying, don't settle for less. Be radical. Fight against it. Go to the root. I love that word radical because it comes from The Latin word radix, meaning root. Somebody today pointed out to me that radish also comes from that, (laughs) because it's a root. But what it means is pertaining or relating to a root or roots. So Jesus, what he's calling us to do when he's saying those strong words, tear out your eye, cut off your hand, he's saying, go to the cause, whatever it is, and uproot it. Tear it out, whatever it is. Don't, Don't let it settle for less, don't let it bring you down as it is. Whatever that's causing you to do it, get it out of there. I think when we hear that, there's a part of us that resists that. We say, oh, that sounds painful. That doesn't sound very pleasant. But there's also a part of us within that sort of longs for that, that sees that light of freedom poking through the clouds, so to speak, and we desire that. I think one example of this that's going on right now, Just one example of this kind of desire that we do have for that freedom through radicality is this program, Exodus 90, that's going on. Some of you may have heard of it, some may be doing it or have done it in the past. But it's a program that tens of thousands, they say that 65,000 men have registered, just registered. Many more do it without registering it. But it's a pretty amazing program. I'll tell you some of the things that they do, just in case you haven't heard of it or you don't know exactly what it involves. But for 90 days before Easter, this is what those who live it out do. Short cold showers, no alcohol, no desserts or sweets, no eating between meals, no soda or sweetened drinks, no TV, movies, or video games, only music that lifts the soul to God, use of computers and phones for research and necessary communication, regular and intense exercise, a minimum of 20 minutes of silent prayer a day, attendance at weekly fraternal meetings, a full night's sleep, no non-essential purchases, and observation of regular days of fasting. That sounds terrible. (laughs) And usually when people begin it, they say, it is terrible. It's not fun to do it. But if there's one word that the people who do live it out say at the end, to describe it they describe it with the word liberating That it leads to freedom and that's just the point that radicality does lead to freedom freedom from what kinds of things do they say freedom from laziness freedom from continual indulgence to pleasure freedom from time wasting freedom from instant gratification and so on in short it's freedom from settling for less And it's freedom for more, freedom to be more, to reach those heights that God is calling us to. So what can we do? What can we do this week to begin to live it out? Don't worry, I'm not going to propose Exodus 90 to everybody. But two things in particular that we can do this week to begin to experience that freedom that Christ is calling us to through this radicality. The first one is to ask the Lord, help me see deeper. Help me to see deeper. Ask him him to help you get a glimpse of what he's calling you to, the heights that he's calling you to, to get a glimpse of that potential that's within you with his grace. But also to be able to see deeper into the sins that are holding you down, that are causing you to miss the mark, and especially what's behind those sins, what's causing you to fall into those things. Things like There could be many things but Netflix or the internet or the phone or game or some other app that's causing you to waste time, that's causing you to stay up late and not get the work done. Some device or app that maybe brings about unsolicited content, harmful images that bring you down. Maybe it's some sort of constant indulgence, some pleasure that never really satisfies, some situation that you're avoiding but Christ is calling you to face head on with him. What is it? What's holding you back? What's bringing you down? What's the cause of it? Ask for that light to see that. And then secondly, respond with that radicality. Whatever it is, be radical. Cut it out. Uproot it. Tear it out. Cut it off. Whatever it is. To experience that freedom, pick one thing this week to experience that. Pick one thing to get rid of during this week. Dare to be bold. But remember why. Because radicality leads to freedom. Freedom to reach your full potential in Christ.